Welcome to Airbnb with D. I'm your host, Davana, and today we're going to talk about the psychology behind profit strategies and why having a strategy and a profit strategy for your short-term rental business is important. This podcast was completely birthed out of a consultation that I had with someone, and I'm so excited to give you some strategies that can help you along the way. So stay tuned as I dive right in. So as many of you know, Airbnb is an amazing way to make some extra money. We rent out our space to all types of travelers from all over the world. Those travelers are not limited to vacation travelers, nurses, doctors, corporate travelers, and even students attending college at your local schools that maybe can't afford student housing and have a little extra cash from their refunds to be able to pay for their own apartments. These are the type of people that we're serving even more, especially when we dive into the short-term rental sector, the even shorter, I should say, of Peerspace and Gigster, we're able to not only accommodate travelers, but just all types of consumers, period. So let's start by exploring the psychology behind profit strategies, okay? it's important for us to have a clear strategy and a profit strategy in place. It's also important that I mention that everything today is coming straight out of the Airbnb pre-launch digital planner. I do have a physical version as well, but with the digital option, you can just get it, download it, and print it out yourself, or you can use Microsoft OneNote to edit. But the reason why this is so important is because when you are preparing to launch your space, And I know you heard me say in the intro, this was birthed from a consultation. I'm so excited to do this because during this consultation, um, I have a group of amazing young women who are starting their own Airbnb journey, right? And this is why the planner was so important for me to create, not just for hosts that are aspiring to be hosts, but people that already have units and you're opening another unit because I can speak personally. I can't speak for everybody, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. Not every unit I opened was as profitable as the last. Not everything I did was the best idea. Not every strategy I used was the most profitable at a point in time. And that's why I'm able to come to you and share things that do work in hopes that you not only, you know, stay more profitable and not make some expensive mistakes, (laughs) Um, but also that you're able to share this information with your family, your children, and really build a business that you guys can either fire your own boss with, buy your own land with, whatever you want to do with your proceeds, with your profit, I want you to make it possible and I want you to just get started. But one thing before you get started, I see so many people in a rush to just have an Airbnb. Guys, you absolutely need a strategy. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Because without one, what may seem like a good idea, just because you see someone else profiting on their Airbnb, it doesn't even mean that it has the same logistics as yours. Is the market rate the same for rent? Is the occupancy rate the same? Is the average daily, uh, average nightly rate the same? What are those differences? This is where we map out a clear plan to combat those things. Specifically, I'm going to talk about Airbnb friendly properties because I know this is a big one 
especially with the hosting limits. There are some properties that have different hosting limits, but a lot of the really, really nice ones that people are bringing to me have a 90-day hosting limit. And while I do have a list letting you know specifically what properties we have hours at, I am not opposed to, you know, even analyzing a brand new property that I'm not at just to tell you what your best step, your next step should be. So, okay, let's start by exploring the psychology behind private strategies, right? According to research, the human brain is wired to seek out rewards and avoid losses. This means that when it comes to making money, we are motivated by the potential for profit than the desire to avoid losses. I need you to pick that up again, right? Because I'm going to break down how this is how this comes to me as a coach. It means that when it comes to making money, the human brain is more motivated by the potential for profit than the desire to avoid losses. Ooh. So this means that when you see someone posting their profits, their Airbnb, or even writing a status about how much money they're making, the human brain is actually more attracted to that than it is to actually creating a plan to make sure that you can have the same success as this person. So it's not your fault. Even if you yourself have been a business owner and you jumped into something maybe you feel is prematurely, guys, I got stories for days, okay? So <laughs> you are not alone. We're progressing. We're progressive. But the point is that we at least get to the point where we realize that having a plan and having a strategy is important for our business so that we can see all the ways that we can profit. So one of the ways that um, I'll have you look at it this way, just think about an ice cream shop. No matter where you're from, an ice cream shop is an ice cream shop. When someone tells you, hey, let's go to the ice cream shop, the only thing you know about that place in 2023 is maybe that they serve ice cream, right? Your friend could take you to a traditional ice cream shop where they're only serving soft serve. Y'all remember the soft serve ice cream and like the authentic, all of that good stuff, right? And, and that has its own market. Or they can take you to a place like Mix-Ins or a place that mixes different cereals and fudges and colors and milkshakes and cheesecakes with their ice cream, right? Both of those are ice cream shops and both of those can be profitable. But one thing I wanna assure you is that if both of those shops had not done their research and what market they were entering, there's a potential for failure. There's a potential that the soft serve ice cream will try to put itself in a hot, new, innovative city and no one even cares about those three flavors anymore. They don't want chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. They want mint chocolate chip and all type of stuff, right? Or someone with a more innovative, eclectic ice cream shop could put themselves in a small old town and not even realize that half of the town's population has diabetes. If they are eating ice cream, it's not yours. So it's important that we remember this as we even think about Airbnb friendly properties and Airbnb properties, period. Whether they're Airbnb friendly or not, you have to consider where you're launching your unit. Your location matters. Your decor matters. These things matter. It's no longer acceptable. I'm going to be honest with you from experience. Before COVID, I made so much money on Airbnb because I was an African-American young lady doing it in an apartment where a lot of people had 
homes and, you know, a lot of strict rules. They were telling them they couldn't smoke. Um, they were just very strict. I know you guys, maybe if you've even written an Airbnb years ago, you remember they were trying to charge deposits. The cleaning fees were even higher. It was just ridiculous. Almost. You felt like you were walking on eggshells back in the day. So I allowed people to smoke on the patio, you know, just enjoy themselves in my place. And I made a lot of money doing it. And then when COVID hit, I made even more money. Here's why. If you remember the hotels, now people still traveled, had places to go, even though the world shut down, stuff was still moving. Doctors were still moving. Nurses were still traveling, right? When you went to the hotels during COVID, remember you had to mask up in the lobbies and the elevators. All of the amenities were shut down. The pools, um, the game rooms, the club rooms, all of those things were shut down. Remember, it was a just check-in, check-out. And there was even a time where if you were wanting to go to certain hotels, you'd have to show proof proof of vaccination. Um, or even if you didn't have to show proof of vaccination, um, they would have like a, you know, they would check your temperature at the elevator. The thing is this, guys, while there were people moving around through those restrictions, not feeling limited, there were a lot of people feeling limited. There were a lot of people feeling like they were still having to pay the same prices, even though the hotels didn't offer anything anymore. And so they went straight to Airbnbs. And because, so Airbnb shut down during a portion, a part of COVID, but not the whole COVID guys. So during the time that it was up, oh, bookings left and right, left and right. Because you have to also remember hotels has stricter guidelines. We have more individualized units. We're the boss of our own units. So we can determine what goes on and what doesn't go on. And a lot of us that were in apartments that had private closed off spaces, it was awesome. I had people, um, I had terrace level properties at the time and single family homes and people would book with me just to quarantine. Literally, they would tell me, hey, I'm coming out of quarantine. I'm going to be here 14 days. I need to make sure that you know this. So I'm going to have my own cleaning supplies and everything there. I would appreciate if you leave XYZ for me. I'll be exiting on this day. I'll be going to the doctor on this day. It was seamless. And guess what? It was okay for me to provide that because we had the space that they needed and we wanted to make the money. A profit strategy for us during that time and a profit strategy for me still is to be flexible, to be lenient. That is another reason why I like to go into certain properties that are less hassle, less work, because I know that the dynamic that I want to provide my guests, the experience I want them to have, I am able to feel more comfortable doing that in certain places, as opposed to me feeling like they're going to break my antique, they're going to do this, do this, whatever. But in another area... Like LA, my strategy is not comfort, 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 because you got scared road air. People very comfortable sleeping on the streets there. So I want to provide a more luxury unit and get more money. And that's exactly what we do. So when it comes to profit strategies, focusing on the most profitable areas of your short-term rental business can maximize your revenue and increase your profits, guys. This can also be achieved by identifying your target market, offering unique and desirable services, packages and add-ons, and expanding your business to new markets. Having a clear strategy is also as important, okay? So when we set clear goals and objectives, we can ensure that all of our efforts are aligned towards achieving those actual goals. This alignment 
ultimately helps us to prioritize our resources and focus on the most important tasks, which ultimately lead to increased efficiency and profitability because no one is starting this business for no reason. So when we're in an Airbnb friendly property, it was a consultation I was having and they, you know, let me know, hey, the 90 day hosting limits is something that you know, it was just a little bit discouraging to see for them. And I'm giving you the tone that they said it to me in so that you can feel it, okay? And so we were just really, you know, wondering how will we be able to make money? I mean, if we can only rent 90 days, that's, you know, only 90 days on Airbnb, that's a lot. So right now we're just trying to figure out what to do. And I said, okay. I said, well... Now, you know that there are 52 weekends in a year. And those 52 weekends total out to 104 days. So essentially, there are 104 days worth of weekends in one year. So even if you went to a place and you developed a strategy where you'd only be booked on weekends, that would be a profit strategy for you. Do you guys know that there are different, all types of Airbnbs on there? Do you guys know that there are even people that live in their own Airbnbs during the week and then they rent it when they go out of town? You can do what you want. You just have to create a strategy for that. If you want your strategy to be daily rentals, it can be that too. But that's a strategy in itself. If you have a strategy for weekend rentals only, that's a strategy in itself too, right? There are major differences in the way that we would decorate, the types of property that we would get, the amount that we would um, be willing to pay per month on these types of strategies. But the most important thing is that you have to know which one works for you. And you have to know that your brain is trained and wired to seek potential profit. So that's why when people think Airbnb, they think, oh, somebody's going to rent my space when they come in town for vacation. That's what people always think, vacation, vacation, vacation. But what about the insurance companies that have our places booked for three to six months at a time? I can't accommodate vacation travelers during that time. My place is already booked and busy. I'm already getting paid. So if you have a strategy to get paid, then that means that you're open to whatever your market is allowing and whatever innovation your company can handle. If your strategy is just to have an Airbnb, then baby, that is all you will have with no bookings, no profit, <laughs> no hope because you didn't have a strategy to profit. You just had a strategy to have. And then if you only have a strategy to have, one or two things could be happening. Either you could be unsure of how to proceed. Maybe you've never seen this done before. And if you need a coach or mentor, you need to get one. Um, because this is not the time to be in the dark for your next steps. But then another portion of people are also just wanting to have an Airbnb for their pride and materialistic purposes. I also need you to lock in and find out if that's your reason too. Because there's nothing wrong with having but I can tell you with an honest, open, transparent heart, anything done out of the motive to just impress others, not only does it leave you feeling unfulfilled, but it never goes according to plan. 
because you can't possibly plan for others. You can't plan how they'll feel. Y'all, let me tell y'all one, just a, uh. So I have a really, you know, I love my mama, y'all, but you know, me and her be having our little things. So I remember I had got my first Audi and I had never grown up seeing anything like this. Of course, this is after I, this is after I did Airbnb. Yep, this is after I did Airbnb. So um, I never grew up seeing anything like that. In fact, let me tell y'all, this, <laughs> this is embarrassing. Let me tell y'all this one story. So I was living in Harvey, Illinois, and my mom had like a Buick LeSabre. Actually, this happened on 111th and Western. Okay, so this happened on 111th and Western in Chicago, Illinois. My mom had a Buick LeSabre, and she had a beauty salon right on 111th across from the Fair Play. So she was... Getting out of her car, so if I could, oh, I'm sorry, let me paint the picture. It's the city, Chicago. So it's a busy street, and her shop was right off of the main street. So you know how, like, we go to downtown areas, and you park your car, and you had a little meters and stuff, and then the building is right next to it. So it was like a downtown like that. So she's parking the car, basically in the street, and in the middle, of course, you know, cars are still coming and going, coming and going. You just veer right when you're ready to park. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. So as she opens her car door, y'all, a semi-truck is, and if that's the same thing as an 18-wheeler, I think that's what it was, right? They're coming down the street. She opens the door, finna get out. Boop, the truck comes and knocks the door back. It didn't knock it off. It just bent it all the way back. So now that driver door rather than just being open it's to the front near the um what's that thing the hood of the car right all of this happened xyz long story short the police deem it to be her fault because she was supposed to look at oncoming traffic before opening the door so mind you you know when anything done to your car damage wise is your fault it's in, up to your insurance to pay if you only have liability they're not paying for that xyz so, the method to this, due to us not, whatever, I don't even know the logistics as I was a kid, but I'm going to tell you what happened. The method, the remedy was to get cable wires, to get those wires, um, have someone to push the door all the way back at the auto shop as though it was able to close. The window was busted out too, guys. So, that means that there was a plastic bag on the front, the driver's door window. The mechanic wielded the door all the way back and they reconnected it with wires. They didn't fix it. They didn't readjust it. They didn't reattach it. They just pulled it back and closed it so that it would at least stay closed as the car was driven. There was no, um, no, there, there was no like, what's that called? Mirror, you know, rear view mirror right there. No, they did put another one of those on. But essentially, this was how we drove around everywhere for, I want to say, at least mm, maybe maybe two, three months, I want to say. I don't know what ended up happening. I think the car ended up going out, to be honest. I don't remember what happened. Before about two or three months, we drove around like that. And I'm just looking like... Not only could I... Not only am I now thinking about all of the ways that profit strategies are important, 
I think about all the people that we try to impress that won't help to pitch in when you need it. So profit strategies are not optional. Profit strategies help you to not only be able to afford full coverage insurance, but it helps you to be able to truly resolve a problem instead of putting a band-aid on it, right? That's what you need to do for your business and what you need to have for your business. It's non-optional. Y'all, I completely went off track recalling this event that happened when I was a kid. I'm sitting here kind of just thinking about it like, I don't know, as a business owner now, I am so grateful for the ability to not only be able to, you know, work for someone else, because while our desire is always to fire our own boss, guys, it is still in a, a blessing to be highly desired in corporate America. And so I'm not only am I grateful for that, but I'm also grateful that I know how to make my own money and be able to introduce opportunities to myself and my daughter that maybe I didn't quite see when I was growing up. And my hope and desire is that you guys are doing it for reasons that matter and not surface reasons like just trying to impress somebody. My desire is that you realize is that the quicker you jump into a business like this, the quicker you're able to make something happen for yourself, you too will be able to have extra income in your pockets. Fire your boss, get back to your passions. Y'all, I used to do makeup when I was a, I had my daughter as a teenager. So as a teenage mom, I'm doing makeup. It was one of the only ways I could make some money. Now, I eventually hated it because I did not like servicing people. I don't like stuff like that. I don't like providing services in that type of way, like where I have to touch people and stuff like that. It just was messing with my anxiety. So I stopped, right? And I thought that maybe I just didn't like makeup anymore. Airbnb has even allowed me, when I say Airbnb, you know, it's Airbnb with D, but I want to make it very clear, all of the platforms used together have made it possible and afford the opportunity to be able to get back to my passions. I'm selling Mary Kay again, y'all, doing my makeup, you know, making sure my hair, my wigs looking nice. It feels good to be able to take a break. And that's what starting a profitable business with a sure sustainable profit strategy does for you it allows you the opportunity and the ability to get back to the things that you want to do so going back to this 104 days worth of weekends in a year if your profit strategy is to only be booked weekends that's that's amazing but that's only one strategy that's only one platform not only should you be writing a strategy for airbnb.com you should be writing a strategy for Verbo, but more importantly, you should be writing a profit strategy for Peerspace and Gigster. I want you to take a look on Peerspace.com. This is one of my favorite assignments, exercises to do as I'm having a consultation because I need your mind to be open and realize that there is more than one way to make money from your space. If you glue your mindset to Airbnb.com only, and if you glue it to I only want vacation travelers or I only want daily travelers, you'll never even see the possibilities for just the weekend travelers and being able to make the same amount of money based off that. So you definitely need to have a plan before. Now, I understand a lot of us have already launched our units. We already have our furniture. We already have our design scheme. And so while we're not looking to invest you know, a lot of extra money into something like that. 
because we still want to make sure we're profiting. There are also things that you can do at no cost that will ensure that your unit is at least five star worthy so that you're getting the reviews necessary to get the bookings that you desire. So having a strategy also helps us to manage risk. By being proactive and anticipating potential risks and challenges, you can be better prepared to mitigate them and ensure the continued success of your short-term rental business. So what's a managed risk? A managed risk would be, oh, I found an Airbnb-friendly property that I love, but I can only host 90 nights a calendar year. So first, I wanted to make sure you guys realize the calendar year ends when that calendar year is up, not within your lease agreement. It says per calendar year. So that means that if you're signing a lease, again, this is a strategy. And I hope that you're having a notebook because I'm really dropping strategies that we use all the time when we're getting spaces. If you know that you have 90 nights a calendar year and you also know that you have full control over when you sign your lease agreement and your move-in date, the first thing it seems like you need to be doing is making sure that your move-in date gets you at least two calendar years, right? So if you move in in June, just give an example. Right now we're in a month of February. If you say, hmm, I'm going to set my move-in date for this property in June. Well, you know you get 90 nights per from June to December. And then January, you get another 90 from January to June. So that's a one-year lease. You're able to get 180. But here's the thing. That doesn't even have to just be your strategy. That's only, for me at one of my units, I can just tell you plainly, that's a weekend unit that we have and it is a penthouse unit so it's definitely worth it nice city views but that's our strategy there right because that's all we need we don't want a bunch of people there every night at the penthouse anyway but I'll tell you what we also do peer space peer space is a game changer I want you to go on there and I want you to filter your selections by apartments it's important that you do this for me so that you can see the realness and the possibilities of what's going on. Pear Space is not only a place for main special events, like huge events. It's not only a place for people with homes. This is a place for people with beautifully decorated spaces that content creators, content creators including chefs, filmmakers, producers, music directors, music artists, rappers, singers, dancers, you name it. You create a space that they can make content in and you have guaranteed a booking. Now, is this going to require research on your part? Yes. And I don't feel bad for that because you're launching a business, guys. You're not baking a cake. You're launching a business. Now, when you bake a cake, maybe you're just like, "Mm, do I feel like chocolate? Do I feel like vanilla? You know, maybe you are a planner. And when even when you bake a cake, you have a plan. That's great. But you know, you're going to have a bigger plan for your business, right? It's something that's going to make you money. It's something you're going to have to have insurance on. This is something that's going to be a huge liability for you if you aren't taking care of business. One of the reasons why it is so important for me to stress to you that this is business is because there are people that have died in Airbnbs because people didn't know how to handle their business. They didn't know how to make sure carbon monoxide detectors were properly installed and working. They didn't think to clean the hot tub before the people got access and got a bacteria that killed them. It's a lot going on, y'all, and there will be a lot of liability for you. So that's why I want you to know not only is this big business, it's serious business, and can have repercussions for you if you don't handle it accordingly. 
So not only do profit strategies help you make money, they help you, strategies period, help you to manage risk. Having a profit strategy and having a strategy is important for short-term rental businesses like Airbnb and Peerspace and Gigster because you'll be able to identify your target market. Do you want vacation travelers? Do you want content creators who are renting at $65 an hour and making you more money than you could have ever possibly made on Airbnb.com per night? Or are you tailoring your listings and services to meet the needs of a luxury guest or someone that would rent your space at $400 a night every weekend? Are you crafting your unit in that way? This is going to be back on you as responsibility too. Are you doing things like improving the guest experience and will you include experiences that make them want to be repeat bookers? Have you even thought about a strategy that you could enlist in your unit that would almost assure the person wants to come back with you? One of those things could be offering a, a large discount. Hey, your net, if you make your next visit with me right now, if you book it now, I'll go ahead and knock 30% off of that total rate. Sometimes it works and it gets people to book. Do you even have an idea like that? Maybe not that one, but have you even thought about it? Having experiences like what you're having now, meaning that you're thinking about some things, you're writing stuff down, it's going to help you establish a strong brand identity and stand out from the competition, ultimately resulting in increased revenue and profitability for us, okay? Having a profit strategy is crucial in the long run, and we know for a fact now what we need to do to make that happen. I hope that this has found you and it has been informative for you and helpful. Do not forget to subscribe today to my podcast. If you have not yet, follow Airbnb with D on Instagram. Please follow me now if you have not already joined our group coaching group. The link to do that will also be in this episode's description along with the Airbnb pre-launch planner. I am so excited to welcome any new faces that we have into the mentorship group or any new, um, you know, one-on-one mentorships. We had a few people sign up for that yesterday. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to get you up and going in your units. Um, So just let me know whatever you guys are needing from me. You know how to contact me. Group members, do not miss all of the videos that have been uploaded. I have Canva guides in there and even templates for you to reach out to property owners. These are gonna be the templates that you're using when you're either printing them out at Office Depot or at your personal printer, and you're putting it on their door, looking at any homes that's for sale, for rent, or even emailing, you'll be able to use these PDFs the same way. I look forward to speaking to you all in the next episode.